We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, good evening. Man, I'd love to start this show as a, with a barrel of energy. I mean, I, I do have some energy after this one. 10-8, Royals lose. They fall in 10 innings. They drop game two of this four-game series to the Mariners. Unable to mount a comeback after Jordan Lyles spots Seattle seven runs in the fourth inning. Royals mount the comeback, force extra innings, but ultimately fall in 10 by a final count of 10 to 8. I think I do a pretty good job normally of balancing the good and bad. And there was plenty of good today. I, I just, you know what? How do you feel? That, that's what I want to know. Who cares how I feel? Because I'll just bum you out. How do you feel after this one? Because this game, the performances that we saw tonight should run the range, the gamut of emotions. Excited about the fact that you got Bobby Witt Jr. in your uniform for at least another four years. Annoyed that Jordan Lyles gave up seven runs in the fourth inning. I thought the game was over. I can't believe that they came back, so I can't sit here and crush the team. I thought this game was signed, sealed, and delivered for Scott Service and the Seattle Mariners. Seven-nothing after four, and you come back and force extras? You got to be proud, right? Proud of the team, excited about Bobby, Annoyed with Jordan Lyles, frustrated with Dyron Blanco. What are you doing? What are you doing? For a guy that has seemingly understood and embraced his role as the late game pinch runner, as the energy giver, you got to give me more energy than that. Whatever that first to third effort was in the ninth inning, that is... That's, that's unbecoming of a 30-year-old rookie. I'll tell you that right now. So frustrated with Dyron Blanco, excited about Bobby, annoyed with Jordan Lyles, proud of the team, uh, encouraged by Michael Massey, has a three-hit night and a big two-run single to bring the Royals within one. Salvi follows with an RBI knock to force this thing into extra innings, but you got to be encouraged with Michael Massey. You're hopeful about MJ Melendez, right? Melendez with a three-hit game. So I'm interested. How are you feeling after this one? Because to me, I'm, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I do. It doesn't have much to do with the game, so I'll spare you the details. Uh, but I, I'm more frustrated, more annoyed than anything else with this loss tonight the Royals have now dropped their 82nd game of the season no surprise but they will indeed have another losing season 
That's uh, seven straight losing seasons here in Kansas City. Welcome to it. 39-82 and 82 is the record. Phone lines are open for you. 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Bobby Witt Jr. hitting 441 over the course of his 16-game on base streak. Royals are 10-6 and six in those games in which Bobby has an OPS north of 1,300. Matt Quatrero saying moments ago, he's playing like it's Little League out there. Hard to argue. Bobby belting a two-out grand slam in the fifth inning, 435 feet, and with a dandy little bat flip after that bad boy, Bobby on pace for 31 home runs this season and a staggering 46 stolen bases. He'd be the first shortstop since, well, he'd be the second shortstop ever to put up numbers like that. The only other shortstop to put up a 30-30 season at that age, Alex Rodriguez. (laughs) A-Rod went 42-46 and back in the summer of 1998. Again, Bobby on pace to go for 31 big flies and 46 stolen bases. So you got to be excited about Bob. I think you need to be encouraged with Michael Massey. Massey, since the All-Star break, has an OPS of 772. I'm hopeful with MJ Melendez. Melendez, since the All-Star break, is hitting 287 with an OPS north of 850. Now, just because I'm annoyed with this game, uh, again, you guys can take this show wherever you want it. I'm certainly not interested in sitting around and just lambasting Dyrone Blanco. And what are we talking about? If we're really going to sit around and have an elongated discussion about the 30-year-old rookie. Come on. Frustrated with his effort there in the ninth inning, no doubt. Annoyed with the effort of Jordan Lyles. Happy that he's able to at least give you five innings. But annoyed with the performance. Annoyed with a seven-run fourth inning. But I, but, I, but I can't solely focus on the negative because, again, I, I got to be honest, and I thought this game was a wrap after that seven-run fourth. So the fact that they came back and made me think, oh, my God, they're going to win this game? Even though in my little, uh, you know, my game notes here brought to you by Jay Southland Toe Service, after that, that seven-run fourth inning, I, I wrote the record in. I said, this game's over. They are in pen, 39-82. and 82. So the fact that they fought back, I can't poo-poo that. I didn't see it coming. I didn't think they had it in them. So credit to the boys. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. With this loss tonight, the Royals on pace for 110 losses. That, of course, would be a new franchise record. Let's head out to Baser. Talk with Kevin. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Uh, just coming back from the game, and I that's not Blanco, I don't think. I think Wilson, uh, third base coach. I he don't was think telling him to get down. Enough. I don't think he gave him enough time because he almost cost Bobby Wood Jr. a grand slam home run by touching Beatty coming around third as well. And that's yeah, what, what does that got to do with Dyron Blanco, though? I agree with you on that, but... What does that got to do with Dyron Blanco? I can think if they they negated uh, his at-bat because of him touching Beatty at third base, 
uh, Witt would did. never have been up. I think that's two on Wilson. My okay, mind. but but but, you, but we're not you're not you're not answering my question. What what does uh, a, a non call uh, something that didn't happen? What does that have to do with Dyron Blanco? I guess you don't wait until he's on top of the bag to tell him to get down. Okay, all right, fair. Okay, that that's fair. I'm not going to argue with that point. That's, that's, all, I, that's point. all I can see. Okay, yeah, okay. I got, I got no argument with that. Um, you're still between the white lines, though, right? The game's still going on. He's telling you to get down. I, it, it, it was... Um, Dyrone Blanco, Blanco is the fastest player on the team. There, there's just no reason you get thrown out there. Even if you, you don't slide, he's still fast enough that he should beat the throw. But he uh, pulled up. Uh, pulled up about 7, 10 feet before he got to the bag. That's inexcusable. This is the big leagues. But Dyrone Blanco didn't lose this game, in my opinion. Uh, Jordan Lyles lost the game for you. You give up seven runs in an inning, the game's on you. Sure, the offense battled back. Sure, Dyron Blanco, uh, bonehead decision there in the ninth inning, bonehead effort, sure. Uh, but but this one, to me, still falls at the feet of Jordan Lyles. Appreciate the phone call. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. Royals fall in 10 innings. Final score, 10-8. to eight. We get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Hi, welcome back. Royals fall in 10 innings for the Seattle Mariners. 10-8, the final score. Let's go to the text line, the J Southland Toe Service text line. 913-586-7610. Mike from Blue Springs writes in, Vern driving back from the game, just saying we better offer Bobby Witt Jr. a Manny Machado-type contract soon and hope he signs it. Uh, I understand what you're saying, Mike. I appreciate what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I do believe they need to sign Bobby to an offseason, a long-term contract this offseason. A Manny Machado contract? I don't know about that. Machado got 11 years, $350 million. By the time he turned 24, he already had two seasons better than what Bobby's doing right now. Sure, he was at... You know, shortstop making his way over to third base, but uh, no, not, 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 uh, he hasn't done in the game what Manny Machado did in the game when he hit free agency and signed that big deal with the Padres. Not in my opinion. Uh, now, now Bobby's going to want to get paid deservedly so. It's easy for me to hear, uh, to sit here and speculate, but yeah, I'd, I'd still offer him a, 10 11 year contract give him an opt out after five because right now you have him under team control for another four years give him an opt out after five so you eat up one year of free agency you have him until he turns 
until after his 28th birthday so he can still hit free agency if you don't put a winner around him. He makes a somewhat, you know, um, he makes somewhat that resembles a, uh, a commitment to you. You make something that resembles a commitment to him. He can get out of it if you, if you don't surround him with enough talent. That's easier said than done. And again, Bobby Witt Jr. is not someone that, um, you know, has the background where he's desperate for money. At least not that I know of. And I'm not his buddy, but just knowing what his old man did, I, I can't imagine that he has, well, I don't know. I, I don't want to speak for him, but I, I don't think you're going to lowball Bobby Witt Jr. And I don't, I don't think the Royals would lowball Bobby Witt Jr. No, he's going to want to get what he deserves. And I think now this season, the numbers that he's put up are now more in line with the type of player that he believes he's going to be. I think that you and I have always believed that he was going to be. He's got an OPS now through 121 games in OPS of 814. Now, he could come to the table and ask for the Julio Rodriguez contract. Maybe even a little bit more. You know, I'm playing shortstop. Uh, We're not winning here. Julio signed in Seattle because, uh, well, A, they paid him. And then secondly, why wouldn't you stay in Seattle? Um, That magical run last year, you go to the playoffs. It looks as if you have uh, a very strong rotation. You saw the kid tonight, their top pitching prospect. Logan Gilbert, who you saw last night's a boss. Luis Castillo, who we're going to see tomorrow night, the best pitcher they have. And then George Kirby, the guy we're going to see in the finale, might be better than all of them when it's all said and done. So you understand why Julio Rodriguez says, yeah, I'll play here for the next 12 years. But if I'm Bobby Witt Jr. and you come at me with a contract, I go, hey, man, uh, we just lost 110 games. I'm not a loser. No, I'm not signing this. Up the money. Pay the bad team tax. Now, give me that no trade clause. Whatever he wants, he's going to have the bargaining power because now he's got the numbers offensively, uh, base paths wise, defensively. And all he's been a part of is losing at the big league level. Awful year last year. Uh, The worst season in franchise history right now is what they're careening towards here in 2023. No, if I'm Bobby Witt Jr., you want me to stay here? You better pay me and give me a chance to pull the ripcord if you guys don't figure out how to put a winner around me. As I say that, I realize the tone I'm using is certainly not the tone in which Bobby speaks with, but I would imagine he's paying people um, to speak in that tone. Royals lose 10-8, walked, uh, not walked off, but they lose 10-8 in extra innings to the Seattle Mariners. Let's go to John in Prairie Village. John, you're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Hey, Bernie. Hey, yeah, I did the game tonight, and the uh, getting thrown out part in the ninth inning was probably Kevin Yeah, John, I'm sorry, man. I can barely hear you. Your phone's uh, it, it's it's not a great connection right now, man. I appreciate it, though. Uh, let's go to Titus in Kansas City. Titus, you're next up at the postgame show. Go ahead, buddy. Hi, this is uh, Titus's grandfather. We're in the car going home. 
Uh, I got to take my grandson to the game, and we got our money's worth. Um, we were both a little disappointed in that in Blanco on that throw out on third base. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were. I think the manager was. I think Salvador Perez was. I think you were. I know Titus was. Who's Titus's favorite player? Uh, Bobby Witt. Nice. Well, yeah, you got <laughs> You got everything you could possibly want, some solid defense and a grand slam, not too shabby with uh, with Pops tonight, eh? Yeah. No doubt. All right, man, appreciate it. Nice hearing from you. Glad you guys had a good time. Glad you got to see Bobby Witt Jr. do his thing. Back to the text line, the 785. Vern, how does a guy go standing into third base when the coach is on the ground telling him to slide? There's a leadership problem. No one has any accountability, and there are no real consequences. Boy, that took a turn. Uh, Well, shoot, man, if you've been listening to this show, first person calls up, they want to get rid of Vance Wilson. (laughs) Right? So instead of blaming the player, you know, uh, first caller right out of the gate wants to do exactly what you're talking about, and that is... You know, not 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 blame the individual out there between the white lines, not the person that's making the money. No, let's blame a coach. The coach that's laying on the ground telling him to slide. Um, And then to your point about accountability, I don't know what you're talking about. They just fired the entire coaching staff last year. Fired the general manager. I mean, what, you want Dyron Blanco cut? That, that'll make you feel better? Okay. Let's bring Nate Eaton back. Is is that what you want? I mean, you're talking about the 26th man on the roster. I really don't want to waste my breath talking about Dyrone Blanco. Did he screw the game up there in the ninth inning? Yes. But so did Jordan Lyles when he gave up seven runs in the fourth inning. All right. So did Tucker Davidson when he hit the first man that he faced on an 0-2 pitch. There were a lot of culprits in this 10-8 loss, and I'm sorry, Vance Wilson isn't one of them, or a lack of accountability isn't one of them, in my opinion. Doesn't make me right, though. Uh, Ryan from Olathe. Vern, I love to see the Royals be fun again. Feels like a different team since July 28th. It's an odd date to choose. Vern, that being said, Blanco's mistake is incredibly frustrating. Seems like the Royals make a lot of mental mistakes like that. It seems like he gets out a lot when he pinch runs. Yeah, I don't know about that. He won the game yesterday. Seems like the Royals make a lot of mental mistakes. I mean, they're 39 and 82. You know, this isn't the 98 Yankees. This isn't the murderer's row Yankee this isn't a good team all season long this has been one of the three worst teams in Major League Baseball you you're not a high IQ team and you're at 82 losses with 41 games to play feels like a different team since July 28th Um, again I, 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 I hate to sound like I I hope it doesn't come across as arrogant, but you know what else has been different since July 28th? Bobby's been one of the three best players on the planet. Salvi's as clutch as they come. Michael Garcia has a hit in every single one of those games. And Brady Singer's been an ace. 
mean, just look at the last two games. You know, for as much as we want to get excited about this team, and you know what? Maybe this is it. Maybe this is why I'm so annoyed. You scored 15 runs in the past two days. 12 of those 15 runs were plated by Salvi, Michael, and Bobby. These guys are doing it all. Now, credit to Michael Massey, a big knock there in the ninth inning, a three-hit night, uh, back-to-back multi-hit games. Michael Massey's playing well. But I need him to finish the season like this. I need him to play these final 41 games, or a majority of these final 41 games. I need him to play at this level. He's got an OPS right around 775 since the All-Star break. If he can maintain that, okay, I'll I'll put him in that group with Mike Hell and Bobby as far as guys that have passed this evaluation season. But right now, it's it's it, it seems fairly simple to me. You know, give me the you know what? I don't even need to see the box score. What did Bobby do? What did Salvi do? What did Mike Hell do? That'll tell me the story. Oh, and who was the starting pitcher? Because if the starting pitcher wasn't Brady Singer, I need some big numbers from Mikey Garcia. Big numbers from uh, the captain. And big numbers from Bobby Witt Jr. Tonight, those three combined to go seven for 15, driving in four runs and scoring three runs. Again, those three, it's uh, uh, poor math by your boy here. Salvi, Bobby, and Mike Hell tonight combined to go seven for 14. So they hit 500, and they drove in six of the team's eight runs, and they scored three of the team's eight runs. So again, over the last two games, the boys have played at 15. 12 of them have been driven in by Mike Hell, by Bobby, or by Salvador Perez. So again, I, 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 I'm encouraged by Michael Massey, but I, I need to see it for the rest of the season, guys. I'm sorry. MJ, uh, nice job tonight. Nice job since the All-Star break. But I need to see it for 162. I've just been through this too much. I mean, for God's sakes, you're 43 games above or below 500. How excited can I really get? Let's go to Steven in Lenexa. Steven, you're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Uh, I like your enthusiasm, but there's no way we're, we're going to offer uh, uh, Bobby Baseball 10 years. I mean, he's going to be out of here by, by four or five. I mean, that's just a pipe dream. Well, uh, you heard what I said, right, Steven? I said you give him an opt-out after five, so that's exactly well, what you're talking about. Uh, he needs to he needs to show a hell of a lot more. I mean, this this guy is so inconsistent; it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm not I don't buy I'm not going to buy into a couple months worth of good good baseball. Sorry, just I mean, I hate to be. I well, you're just wrong. If you look at his entire season, he's got an OPS north of 800. That's not a couple months. That's the entire freaking year, Stephen. Well, I I just I just don't I just don't see winning. I just don't see he's he you know it, it, and we're talking about mental mistakes. I mean with Blanco. The, oh, so I now you're off the Bobby the, thing. Was, you make a strong point about Bobby. I prove you wrong, and now you act like it never happened. Well, I, what are you I talking about? He's to, inconsistent. The guy's been growing steadily since he debuted last year, and he's still ten months away from his twenty fourth birthday. What are you talking about? 
the reason they're inconsistent is because our manager is sitting there acting like Blanco didn't make a mistake, and he's following the lead of everybody on that coaching staff. Steven, I swear to God, do you pay attention? Do you listen to the manager after the game? Did you hear what he said after the game? He's so Are we having a conversation, or are you just calling up to bitch? Steven, hit the road, bro. I don't want to talk to you. Get out of here. Get out of here, Steven. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. I told you I was annoyed. But nobody annoys me more than that guy. Oh, my God. You see what he does. It's just, hey, I'm angry about this. Oh, oh, my point is stupid. Well, here's something else I'm angry about. Oh, my complaints are unfounded. Okay, here's something else I'm angry about. You're just the worst fan that there is out there, Stephen. I swear to God. Why do you continue to call and or listen. Stop doing both. You're not needed. 913-586-7610. From the 816, Vern, I sure would like some data on how many at-bats MJ Melendez gets into in 0-2 count. It, it seems like it's a lot, and he's absolutely dead when that happens. Uh, well... You know, I, I mean, I can give you those numbers. I, I don't know how fair it is. I don't, I don't know what the league average is when you're down 0-2. But, yeah, MJ coming into tonight, and he got an 0-2 count once. Uh, that was in the eighth inning, and he popped out to the shortstop. Uh, but this season, uh, he's had uh, 30, 113 plate appearances that have gotten to 0-2. He's hitting a buck fifty. In OPS of four ten. So your instincts are a hundred percent correct, my friend. Royals lose in ten innings, ten eight the final score. Coming up tomorrow, James MacArthur will serve as the opener, squaring off with one of the best right handers in the American League, Luis Castillo. If that sounds like it is a lopsided pitching matchup, I agree. What does that mean? Royals are likely to win tomorrow. That's just how baseball works. We'll take a quick timeout. I'll try to calm down. Quit yelling at Steven. We're back with more after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Ryan Centerfield, that's a hit. One run is in. Two runs are in. Witt stops at second. It's a one-run game. Well, you keep chucking fastballs, and Michael Massey will make you pay. That's the second at bat in a row where he has just rifled one into center field. That's Jenny Matthews on the call, as heard here on 610 Sports Radio. A two-run RBI single in the ninth inning brought the Royals within one. And then Salvi steps to the dish. He singles to left center. Bobby scores from second. Dyron Blanco's at first base. He tries to go first to third and kind of pulls up 10 to 7 feet before he gets to the third base bag while Vance Wilson's laying on the ground telling him to slide. Dyron just kind of walks into the third base bag. He's tagged out. He's the third out of that ninth inning. So we go to extras knotted up at eight apiece. 
Seattle scores two off of Tucker Davidson. The Royals can't get one off of the Salcedo kid. So the Royals lose game two of this four-game series. Game three comes your way tomorrow night right here on 610 Sports Radio. And now people on Twitter, as they often are, offended for someone that's not them. Uh, Some person without a name, face, anything is, oh, Vern, you're so mean to these people. Yeah, well, let me inform you. Steven only calls after losses, and all he does is complain. Never wants to have a conversation, just wants to normally uh, be an emotional 14-year-old, even though it sounds like he's in his 60s. Let's head inside the Royals Clubhouse. Let's hear from uh, the phenom, the 23-year-old, Bobby Witt Jr., who extended his on-base streak to 16 games tonight. He's sitting 441 in that stretch. Here's what he had to say after the game. A one-for-four effort with that grand slam in the fifth inning that brought the Royals from down 7 nothing. That grand slam, which immediately followed a, a Michael Garcia RBI single. That grand slam made it 7-5 Seattle, and suddenly we had a game. Let's hear what Bobby had to say afterward to Bally Sports, Kansas City. Yeah, it's, it's special. I'm um, just showing you that we're just staying in those games and uh, not quitting and um, just really just trying to put together good at-bats, not trying to do too much, and just trying to, you know, just try to come back. You've said all year that the energy stays high. You guys are fighting until the final out. Is that what happened again today? Yeah, definitely. And it just, that's what brings teams closer. And I think that with yesterday's win and then today, just even coming back, just staying in that game is just, just kind of brings you, bring you together as one. And so you got to continue doing that and just keep... Uh, grinding together, becoming one, like I said. What was your approach on, on the grand slam there? It looked like that the ball was down and you went and got it a little bit. Yeah, just trying to see something out over the plate. He had that sinker running in, so just trying to kind of catch something up in the air and let it. Can you, can you describe what kind of group that you're in right now? You've been on a recent high streak of late. Uh, just going out and just with the same mindset each and every day with uh, just trying to take the game one pitch at a time and just playing baseball. That's really all it is, is just not really trying to get too high, not getting too low, just having fun. The the walk in the ninth, um, what's your approach there, knowing that he's got a pretty nasty sinker that can run in on you? Yeah, just knowing that you just got to compete up there, um, know that there's a situation, um, just try to get on for guys behind me that drive me in, and so, yeah. Then what's your advantage point on, on Massey coming through with the, the single? Yeah, it's huge. He's been great, um, putting together great at-bats, um, just taking things kind of one pitch at a time, too, and just he's really not trying to do too much. Uh, I know he's had some bad luck throughout the year just with balls not falling and so, but now it's just it just shows you just he's keep he's keep working, working hard in the cage, working hard in the field, and just getting better each and every day. What it's like um, hitting behind Michael and how much he's been able to fuel you guys' offense from the top. Yeah, it's great. Um, I feel like every time I'm up now, I, there's a runner on base. So it's, um, yeah, just doing what he's doing. Um, it's it's great. And just he's going to continue doing that because he he's learning and getting better every day like we all are. You're showing your power a lot more this season as well. Um, just how, how what have you done to just tap into that a little bit more and help you as you have to play? Um, just really not trying to hit home runs just trying to just barrel baseballs and just let things happen and just really not trying to do too much up there and then those line drives you miss hit them and they're home runs so really that's it all right there you go that's bobby witt jr talking about michael garcia there at the end michael extended his hitting streak to 17 games the longest active streak in all of major league baseball the longest streak by any royals rookie in history 
and the longest streak by any Royal since Whit Merrifield's franchise record, 31 uh, straight games with a knock. Garcia hitting 348 over the stretch of 17 games, an OPS of 782. Let's go back to the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. From the 816, Vern, Bobby might be playing himself right the heck out of here, LOL. Well, I don't think it's Bobby that's playing his way out of here. I think it's the 39-82 and record that might be playing Bobby out of here. You know what I mean? Same thing that might be playing Brady out of here. Now put a winner around me. When are we going to win? That's the question. 41 games remaining in this evaluation season, and then I want an answer. When are you going to win? Are you going to compete in 2024? Because if you're not, boy, you better sign Bobby to a long-term extension, or I don't I don't know what this fan base is getting excited about in the offseason. Our buddy Raj from the Ozarks writes in, uh, letting us know that the league average with an 0-2 count is a buck seventy-eight. So, yeah, MJ below the, the league average, but not substantially below the league average. Thanks for that, Raj. Appreciate you listening. Nico in the Northland writes in, Vern, who are your top arms for 2024 to build off of? Starters and relievers. My top young arms for 2024. Um, does Brady still count? He's 27. And that's young. Yeah, you're not even uh, to your prime yet, right? Prime's what, 28 to 32, 27 to 32? Okay, so Brady, obviously. Uh, Cole Reagans. I hope Daniel Lynch is, is ready to go at the beginning of next season. I'd, I'd, I'd put him in there. Um, yeah, I mean, Carlos Hernandez. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Those three. Singer, Reagans, you know, Lynch. I'd love to say Bubich, but who knows how he's going to come back from Tommy John surgery. That's all I got. I mean, I see you put Carlos Hernandez and Austin Cox in there. Yeah. If, if you're not a closer, um, you're not a high leverage reliever with a uh, big number, you know, okay, I guess I could get excited about Carlos Hernandez, but I'm sorry, I'm not. And Austin Cox. You know, it sounds like I'm being negative. I'm not trying to be negative. I mean, the record says I should be negative at 39 and 82. The pitching statistics say I should be negative. You know, you know what? You know, let me, let me change my answer. I, I could look to the minor leagues. I could bring up a, a Chandler Champlain. Right? That guy's encouraging. Yeah, so he'll round out my top four. I'll put Champlain in that four spot behind Singer, Reagans, and Daniel Lynch. Speaking of young pitchers, there were some uh, noteworthy performances tonight. Henry Williams, the 21-year-old righty that he got for Scott Barlow in the Padres deal. He threw five innings of one-run baseball tonight. One hit. Uh, keep in mind, in his debut with the Royals organization, he threw uh, five innings of two-hit baseball. So he's rolling right now. Two starts in. He's allowed one run on three hits. Nice start for Henry Williams. 
Uh, Frank Mazzucato, your top pick back in 2021, had his best performance since being elevated to the high A Quad Cities ball club. He went five innings, one run on three hits. He struck out eight, walked only one, got his ERA below double digits. So nice job, Frank Mazzucato. Uh, and then another name, another encouraging name. Didn't have the biggest of nights, but Mason Barnett's an interesting name to watch. He's at A now, a 22-year-old that the Royals drafted last year out of Auburn. He went four innings tonight. He allowed one run on one hit, six strikeouts, and one walk. Now, he needed 88 pitches to get through those four innings, but there you go. That's a, a 21-year-old in Williams, a 20-year-old in Mazzucato, and a 22-year-old in Mason Barnett. So I'm not trying to say that the organization is devoid of pitching talent. It's just guys that are knocking on the door of the big leagues for 2023 and the beginning of 2024. Harder to find. Few more from the text line. Quick shout out to our friends at Rawhide Harley-Davidson. Appreciate your support all season long. Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume harley dealer in kansas all right um nico i already answered that question and uh one more here from the 816 Vern jordan lyle's taking up a roster spot where at least we could see a young arm call up a young arm and quit going out and signing these scrapyard guys all right uh again who's that young arm that you want to see just give me one name. Who's that one arm? Who's that young arm that you want to see make that start tonight? And do you think it goes any better than it did for Jordan Lyles? Do you think that young arm gives you five innings consistently? Jordan Lyles has given you five innings and 14 straight starts. And don't start telling me all about I'm trying to win. No, you're not. We're, we're trying to get this season over with. And if you don't have Jordan Lyles eating up 170, 175 innings like he's pacing to do, you ain't getting through this year. And we talk about these young arms like Alec Marsh and Angel Zerpa. Organizations telling you what they think of them. They're not letting them pitch the first inning. I'm not anti-opener. I'm not. I'm a, I, I understand it. I'm a fan of it. Uh, but you know what I'm really a fan of is, is Brady Singer. Here's the ball. I'm going to go take a nap in the dugout. Wake me up when you're done. Oh, it's the eighth inning and he's done? Okay. That, that's what I want. That's what I'm hoping Frank Mazzucato and Henry Williams and Mason Barnett, that's what you need Chandler Champlain, Cole Reagans to turn into. Well, do we use an opener? Do we not? No. Here's the ball. The game is yours. Go lead us to a dub. I'm with you when it comes to scrapyard guys. Jordan Lyles isn't a scrapyard guy. Jordan Lyles is a guy that you bring in to give you 170 innings and fill your number four or number five spot in the rotation. Now, unfortunately, Brady Singer struggled for the first two months. Uh, Chris Bubich went down uh, a month into the season. Daniel Lynch didn't return until we were almost two months into the season. So Jordan Lyles... Sadly, turned into your number one, number two starter and, and, and has held that spot for a majority of the season. It's not his fault. He, he's doing what he was brought here to do, and that is eat up frames, make excuses, 
take the ball every fifth day and go out there and do your job. He, he did his job as far as giving you innings, gave you five today. Uh, certainly didn't do his job as far as performance is concerned. Not going to argue that. Appreciate the text messages, guys. Royals lose in 10 innings, 10-8 the final score. Coming up tomorrow, Luis Castillo. Ladies and gentlemen, it does not get any easier because that dude is filthy. You're going to get a good old taste of that tomorrow. So it's Luis Castillo and James MacArthur. Former President James MacArthur and Luis. Doesn't that just sound like a presidential name? What? I'm not, I mean, I know there was a MacArthur. No, it wasn't James MacArthur. Uh, either way, I'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Isaac Deer, great job back at the studio tonight. I want to call you Isak, like Isak Paredes, but your name's Isaac. So, Isaac Deer, great job, man. Appreciate it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.